Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Chill. Oh, yeah, this Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you're rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's a lifestyle, the lifestyle, our, our lifestyle. lifestyle. Hey, how that lifestyle treating you? Hey, I can't complain, man. It's brought me around some 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 good people to get to know and just yeah. to build. Yeah. And yeah. I get to follow people after they've been on the show and see what they're doing and see if what they talked about coming to fruition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. What about you? Yeah, it's, it's been cool, man. Uh, somebody asked me why did we start podcasting the other day, you know what I'm saying? And um. I just told them, man, just so people could share their stories so we yeah. can connect dope people, man. Like, it ain't yeah. really no, really? I ain't started for the money. Like, because the shit getting mad, oversaturated. <laughs> but then you got to look at it like it's also different forms of everything that you get. So you go to the grocery store, it's just not one form of, it ain't just one pickle company. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. people pick their favorites and listen to them. But I listen to everything. I listen to a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I hear Kobe got a dog-ass podcast for the kids, man. I'm going to check that out. I just had yeah, sit and watch. because you a Laker. But yeah, no, but that's why I had watched the interview with the nigga. I never actually watched no interview with him, you know what I'm saying? And then I had sat and watched the interview with him on the Knuckleheads, which is Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson. And the nigga was destined to be great, bro. Just it's just you could everything about what he talking about, you know what I'm saying? He was just designed to be the player and the person that he is. Like it was a dope interview, man. So uh you got a word? Yeah, I got a word, bro. It's a process, which is a movement toward a goal or to further or higher stage. Uh, I picked that word because our guest today, since we known each other and we met each other and bumped into each other, he's been in the process. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Also, the process was the name of our documentary that yeah, we that got still filmed. Got, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, but this, that's all after process. we go on shit, though. Yeah. The girls got to drop that shit. Yeah. I, I ain't got no word, right? Yeah. But I got to... Oh, no. Before that, though, man, I just want to shout out uh, Days Here Care uh, at Angster on Angster Road. I went Mr. There. Day still popping. Mr. Day still popping. Man, he still remember us. You feel what I'm saying? And he, uh, man, he, he like let me sample this beard cream, dog. That shit was amazing. He was like, I don't even want you to buy it yet. I just, I'm just gonna give you some. He making it? Is his shit? I don't know who made it. He just was like, I'm gonna give you some. Go home. Don't tell your girl you put it on. But my wife was on the phone. But <laughs> so when I went home, I ain't tell my girl I put it on. But and like the shit was amazing and it smelled good. So I'm gonna go buy some, man. But it's just good to see. A staple in Angster still, still there, yeah, still they black. Ain't sell out none yeah, of that, still you know black. So I ain't got no uh, word, but I got uh, uh, music picks. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I got two. So my first, when I did the outline, my first original music pick was "Motherfucking Ghetto Dreams" by Fat Pat because mm -hmm. I was on my Texas shit hard. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't realize, bro, that Fat Pat never got to see a day of success, bro. In, in that album, he it, never yeah, heard. The, his biggest con the day he did his biggest concert, he died that uh, in, in, the, the morning, in the morning. You know what I'm saying? And that's the one. That that everybody see with everybody on the stage and would think that that was how they regularly got down but that was his biggest show to date and he died so he never got to see uh the success of ghetto dreams my favorite song on there is actually do you like what you see which yep. introduced us to big pokey yeah. who was another favorite i'm a texas rap here way before the explosion to right, the motherfucking right. shit and not yeah. and not just rap a lot yeah not just rap a lot i wreck shop uh 
Hustler, Stacky, Ends, everybody. I'm just a big Texas rap fan. But then my other music pick of the episode will actually be my nigga Lavish D. Finally yeah. dropped Banked Up for Life. You know what I'm saying? 20 fucking bangers. bangers. Top to bottom, dog. You could just press play. He talking all that shit. He dissing who he want to diss. He signed with Baby. So this before his Cash Money album. You know what I'm saying? If he ever come out on Cash Money, I don't know if it was a, a record deal or a label deal or, or whatever. A single deal. Yeah, but he fucking with Baby now. So if niggas ain't heard of Lavish D, check Check him out, Banked Up for Life is the latest project. And then go back and listen to this uh, Fat Pack, Ghetto Dreams. That could come out today. Yeah. And still slap, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Still shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 20-inch uh, Anaconda with a school That was Big Pokey, my nigga. Yeah, I know, but Big Steve on that song. Yeah, yeah, Big Pokey just had to stand out. So what we got popping today? Hey, man, we got Rod Young Rod from Team 734. But I actually knew Rod before Team 734. You know what I'm saying? And like we built... Us and Mark, if people know us, us and Mark built a great working relationship from the first time we worked together. We've worked together ever since, and Rod is who introduced me to Mark. You yeah, feel I what remember. Because I, like, yeah. I actually wanted to, I had called some dude. He had like like a, a reel, I guess you would call it, or some stuff he shot, and it was like dope. And the nigga just was bullshitting. And Rod was like, you don't know Mark? I was like, no. He was like, here, I'm about to, I think we caught each other on three-way or some crazy shit. You feel what I'm saying? So thank you for that. So yeah, thank you for that. Mark Mark been on the show? Yeah, Mark been on the show. But it's all about you, young brother. So I just want to go on here and introduce yourself and let the people know. What it do? I'm Young Rod, Team 734, uh, new Sony Orchard, you know, artist. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Code Individuality, shout out to them. Yeah. Especially shout out to y'all, man. (laughs) The Orchard, funny story about the orchard right yeah. so uh years no, ago this, uh, it, it had to be like 2005 it had mm-hmm. to be like 2005 i don't know who put us up on the orchard but they like yo the game is about to go digital y'all want to get with this company blah 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 so we get with the orchard you know what i'm saying this is before they was even with sony mm-hmm. so we get with the orchard and we like get a deal we sign a deal for our uh our uh, digital and we grandfathered in yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like we at all the music that we uploaded through the orchard, it has been on there for so long that now that all the shit restructured is like when they got with Sony, they was like, This won't change anything that we deal with y'all. Cause yep. they didn't even have a lot of rap. I think we were some of the first rap in two thousand five that because I contacted them. I didn't even know they was that big. You feel <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And we definitely didn't know they was just like digital, digital, digital. Yes. We're gonna put it all digital. And we was like, Will it be ever to be in the jails? And they was like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we that's like, funny that's one of the first questions i uh asked as well <laughs> but like really i knew about them but i really didn't get put up on them until i talked to you yeah and yeah. you know i want to say really that was my choice yeah, yeah. on how i actually went with them yeah, yeah they, and they never bullshit with the so, same man it's <laughs> never no consultation yeah. you know, yeah, what, I'm you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. yeah we charge it for that now though <laughs> not, not none you of should. the homies though but yeah, yeah you yeah, should for sure yeah for because sure. i mean like we just the funny thing is, like, I, like I said, retail. I met more people in retail than any other. Mm-hmm. Uh, from than riding bikes as a kid, playing basketball, in the game, whatever. Retail was like my game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I met like so many dope people. And uh, we worked at Pufferies, but not together. So then Brandon, my nigga Brandon Northley, yeah. he like, oh, you rap, you should meet Ra. You feel what I'm saying? And then I'm like, who are you talking about? But then it was Ra who come in the store all the time and we just built a uh we built a relationship from there and we just used to always talk about music. I remember yeah. when it wasn't no team seven three four. Yeah, you right. You feel what I'm right, saying? Right, yeah. And uh to even put that together, like I just was telling my partner before you came here, like you had a hand in a lot for a lot of people 
And I don't know if they acknowledge you for that, but we will because we know how it go. You feel what I'm saying? So when you see a team seven, three, four doing stuff with Sada, I can only look and say, I bet you he knew Sada way before that. (laughs) You feel what I'm saying? So kind of tell us about your story, bro. Tell us about growing up. It's it's like growing up, you know what I'm saying? I was, um, I'm really, I grew up with Pine Lake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Out there in an arbor. Yeah. But I had moved from Pine Lake when I was young, man. I went to um end up going to Germany overseas. Step yeah. Pops was in the military. Yeah. End up going to uh Colorado and all of that. How, how long was you in Germany? And what um, was your age range? Five to nine. Yeah. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? I was uh I was there for that long period of time. Uh we ended up having to go out to Colorado. Yeah. Then I was back and forth this whole time to Kelly with my pops. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about Germany and being five to nine because that's a, that's a part of your life. Because I still remember shit from oh, when yeah. I was like, it, like it was critical Crucial. moments. Yeah. So what was that like being in Germany? Like because we had a young lady in here who uh, similar uh, grew up somewhere else, but um, you was on the military base for those four uh, for those four years. Or? The military base was a part of everyday living, yeah. but we stayed off post yeah. in a German neighborhood called Oschenburg. Now is this an American German neighborhood or no, is this straight this German? German? Like we had to learn <laughs> German every single day. Each leave a dish, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. What do Vliebstock mean? Uh, sh- I don't know that one. That man. is Russian, nigga. No, it's not. Man. <laughs> it's not yes, that is, is though. Did you hear the the, yeah, the each leave a dish? You know that's just like little simple words. You know, we count nice white thigh, fair from sexy, even I know in. You know, so it's like that was a different. It to me that experience alone made me who I am today. Right. Because if I would have stayed in the hood with everybody else, I would have just seen hood things. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. getting to move around, then a big critical part of that was my father, um, he was uh, in California. Right. So I go out to Cali every summer still. So you going from, so you come from Ann Arbor. Yep. Go to Germany. And while you living in Germany, you coming back to, to go to California. California then when I'm in Colorado, back to California for right. a month. So uh, what, what led y'all to Colorado? Uh, he got he got a transfer, you know. Stuff was getting rocky with you know my mom and step pops. You know how yeah. it go, marriage is marriage, but, right? Um, yeah, you know, and like I say that we was living in a bad situation in Colorado, to be honest. Yeah. So my grandma came back uh, from out. She you know she straight willing run Ipsy her whole life. <laughs> right. So she on the road twenty four hours in a U haul to come get us and pack us up and get y'all back and get out. us back to Ipsy. So right, right. then well, then we end up moving to Ipsy. But it's like I said, all that made and defined who I am. You know, I was able, fortunate enough to, even through the bad stuff, I was able to see a lot of positive things. And those experiences. And those experiences yeah. what shaped my hustle to make me do more. Right, because you already thinking on a worldwide level because exactly. I'm five years old. I know two languages yeah. off the rip, and it's not Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Now, you know what I'm saying? So Even with that, though, by the way, I would suggest when people take their kids to learn a different language that is not Spanish first as they first second language because Spanish and English, the English we speak are so close that it's kind of like a cakewalk. Like, but if you learn something like German, something that you just never hear Swahili before, and yeah. stuff like that, you will you will put more into our Mandarin Chinese or something like that. Especially that. Yeah. 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 So boom, what so around what what age range are you when you get back to Michigan? I'm back in Italy. Um I was like ten. Ten. So now like 10. so now you come back and now everybody looking at you like the yeah, like, like I'm a foreigner. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So how did you adjust to actually coming home? Man, what, like <laughs> coming back, it was crazy because I'll never forget this. Like my grandma and them, they all stayed in the Willow, West Willow. I guess they call it the six now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever they want to yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah, you know, but anyway, that's yeah. the you know, but so we moved back and I actually used to get capped on by like all my cousins and them because they like, you talk proper. 
Right. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Yeah, like yeah. when I left, I was talking like a hillbilly. <laughs> right now you too proper. Yeah, now yeah. I'm too proper. So, you know, just adjusting, try, you know, just to be real, like we, we came from a different era, like more gang related stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. Ipsy was hard. That that whole little area was gang banging the fuck out. Yeah, yeah and but, I don't know what niggas uh think the misconception of not being from the big city is something crazy because when you got all these pockets of small cities like uh Inkster, Ipsy, Willow Run, I always separate Ipsy and Willow Run because they separate it. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's like more of a high school thing. But Ipsy was like just known for gangbanging, like Period, yeah. like all the niggas who I knew who was Bloods back then and certified and official was from Ipsy or lived in Ipsy at one point and moved to Rhymes and I'm gonna be real shit like that. One of the dudes that started, you know, Carter Crips and all that, like people are like, well, how you gonna be, you know, start Crips and you in Ipsy, but. My man was back and forth to Cali, like yeah, so and he, it just traveled. Like see, it just travels. It'd it be funny when you hear people like, "Well, how they from that hood and that's from California?" Man, this gang bang and travel. So they claiming a set that's from California, but you know how it is. Then they make their own sets up. I mean, when we was in Colorado, all we, we didn't have really bloods in Colorado, and that's the West. Like we yeah. had it was straight folks, four CH. Or, uh, and Latin. that's all, and, and that's, that's all from Chicago. Chicago. Exactly. And that's what people fail to realize. This shit travels. So, like, even Bloods and Crips, that came from Chicago. Yep. Yet the gang banging lifestyle, of course, it was other entities, but the gang banging lifestyle came from that. You got to watch Bastards of the Party. It'll, it, uh, yeah, it'll it, it show yeah, you yeah. how it worked. But they, they always been so interconnected that, and then when the cocaine came, it was I'm over. taking it, it's sixty niggas with forty bricks in the hood in Cali. I'm taking my shit out of town, and since I'm out of town, oh, I'm from Hoover Street. So not every nigga you put on, Period. like I fuck with niggas from, from Hoover, Hoover Street, Street. Yeah. not me. But at one point, all of my big homies and Angster was 107 Hoover Crips. Like Dang. we from Angster, Michigan, and these niggas I know was 107 Hoover Crips. But on top of that, the nigga came from California. Was a one on seven Hoover Crip. So if anybody ever wondered, that's how that got out to Inkster. So I and already know how it goes. And even in Taylor with the uh, motherfuckers who was gang banging, they, they was KDs, gang posse, shit like that because motherfuckers was living in Southwest and the white boys was hanging in Southwest coming back to Taylor. That's how we was. Like when I came up, like I told a nigga the other day, it was just like if I was still growing up in that, you know, I wouldn't be no Crip or Blood because it's cool. That's I'd just been, what it is. I'd have been a four corner hustler. Yeah. Because right. my neighborhood was all four C H. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like you didn't pick what Where, you yeah, wanted you to do because yeah. it was cool. It was like who you was around all the time. Your and neighborhood. Who protect you when it's time for you to and fight. That was it. And, that and was if it. I come I have to come outside. So period. When I come outside, even if it's if niggas get into a fight in school, I gotta fight with these niggas with my neighborhood because you I gotta go home. back. You get violated. <laughs> you get to the yeah. Yeah. So you gotta uh so I, I heard you mention your step pop. So do you got other siblings? Or how many Man, of you? <laughs> it's a lot of us, bro. It's uh I got four other sisters. Then I got four brothers, so so uh, so it's nine of y'all. Um, well, he connected to cool. nine. Well, I'm connected uh, to nine, but it's different moms, dads, yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that goes. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. So where do you fall in with that uh, in the age range? Second out of everybody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so there's a lot of pressure on you oh, being man. a big brother. How do you like being a big brother? You know what? I've took care of my brothers like how a pops would. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was the big brother that I wish I had to them. Yeah. You right. know, and that's why I feel like they don't do have to do a lot of the stuff I did. 
But even to an extent, man, you know how it is. They hard hit it. You know, yeah, they, yeah, feel, they, they, they gotta learn. It, it they on still got that pop respect for me. So it's kind of like they're not gonna tell me certain stuff they doing, yeah. or they gonna try to. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. So it, it is what it is. So you said your father was in California. What part of California? Um, he, man, my auntie, she actually stayed in uh, was it Crenshaw? Don't don't get to call me, yeah. But she was in a, not the name, you know, yeah, like just said, the, the district. district. Yeah. yeah. So then um we had family all over Cali. My aunties, my uncles. So you your know. dad originally from California? No, or? he story. He came from Chicago, mm-hmm. moved to uh Danbury Green. Yeah. What is Danbury Green? The Green. The Green. Okay. Because yeah. I, I. Yeah. Okay. So the difference between SJ and AJ is he know all about them areas and yeah. shit from working up there. I don't know nothing about that shit. So if I used to meet a bitch from Ipsy or something, I'd be like, yo, this bitch say she uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, no, that's this, that's that, that's that. So I don't really know. I just know over, you, you come up up the motherfucking exit on the freeway, you turn right. That one ain't said that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stop at that gas station and it looks shady. You might have to do you a nigga, something like that. But So okay. your pops come from Chicago to the green. Yep. Then um he uh end up, leave, you know, got a, you know some sh- shit, you know, yeah, when he yeah. was younger, you know, went to Cali. And made home out there. Yep. Okay. Okay. Stay, mom's from the area too, right? Yeah, my mom's from uh, Ann Arbor. Okay. Okay. So okay. Yeah. So now you back, Ipsy like a gangbang staple in Michigan. Like that's the truth. You feel <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. At this time, because I feel like we around the same age. We 37, so we are we in the same age range. Mm-hmm. And you coming up through this, how do you know that you want to be in entertainment? You know what? I always wanted to be different. Like, yeah. I swear, when I was younger, I used to cut out uh, boxes, big-ass boxes, put them on the floor, make a TV out of them, yeah. act like I was on TV. So so I'll, you would be inside the box yes. playing? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I was yeah. on TV. So yeah. from then, I always knew I wanted to do something entertainment-wise. Yeah. You know, And uh, but really, it was never rap. I just used to, like, write in poetry, and um, I tried to sing. Yeah. But my mom, one day, like, I was going to do a talent show in fifth grade. And she just told me, like, nigga, you're not MJ. You're not Michael Jackson. You can't sing. Like, at least she kept that <laughs> No, she kept it real. Yeah, yeah. So after that, I'm like, fuck it. I just kept writing poetry. They just started rapping. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah. So how did you take that blow at the time? <laughs> oh, shit. Because it's still great. You think you're about to go kill that shit. Man, I'm thinking like, I was about to get all the girls, everything. She she fucked me over, bro. So <laughs> still to this day, we argue yeah, about she it. But she did. She helped you the most. But that's why I be so blunt with my kids and just oh, in man, general you got to. You with got myself to. when it comes yeah. to a lot of shit. Yeah, because I was uh, I was telling my wife, like, yo, I'm, I'm keeping it all the way 100 with my daughter. If you ain't good at that shit, you ain't yeah. good at that shit. Ain't nothing wrong with not being good at no, that shit. You can't but you, right, but you need to go into that shit knowing that you ain't the best at that shit. So you could, you know what but I'm see, saying? And that's you just back to that game banging shit. Like I told my brothers and my little homies, like that tough shit ain't for everybody. Yeah, and it's yeah. nothing wrong with it not being for you. Yeah, like just stay true. And you don't get no prize for being tough. You don't get no. Yeah, yeah, stay true to who you are. If you a math, being real is like if you a math whiz. Be real yeah, to that. Yeah. If you a chess whiz, be real to that. Like, be yeah. real to what you do and what you like. Like, don't change for nobody. Right, because yeah. the term real, man, is like, oh, my God. And like, I'm not even going to say that tough shit ain't for everybody. That tough shit ain't for nobody because, like, uh, the toughest nigga you know, and if he end up in the penitentiary and shit. That's and when where he at, Right, but when he got to reflect on that shit himself, he crying, bro. I don't give a fuck Period. how tough he is because he know, like, what the fuck am I doing? You feel what I'm saying? And not only that, what the fuck am I leading others to do? Because when you see these niggas uh, with the power who flex it the wrong way, it just like, where are you leading these young boys to? You work for the government to me if you got power and you lead people in the wrong direction. Because you about to put, I'm going to put a gun in your hand, Ra, and I'm going to say, 
I only want to be around shooters. So now even if I get into a, a dispute with my brother, you might smoke my brother because you around me because I only want to be around shooters. And you go go to jail for that. Or then I'm going to be on your head for that. And I just led you in the wrong direction when I could have been like, damn, bro, you you really good at math. Like, you could be the mm, best. That's, that's, you, that's you my feel problem. What I'm saying? Like, you could be our accountant. Like, like, right. yeah. I feel like niggas in the grave or niggas in the cell all have one regret. Uh, regret and that's like... A lot of niggas is in the grave or the cell because they, you know, they either went out feeling like I ain't about to be no bitch. This nigga ain't going to punk me. Right. So they do some shit and, you know, an emotional state yeah, of mind. Yeah. So that land them in either place. But I swear, I told, I was telling my little brothers the other day, I said, dog, if them niggas could come back and have one more chance, I swear they wish they would have just been that bitch that day. Yeah. Over the guy hole. But you ain't really no bitch. Like, I, I think, But that's like, how it look in the okay, media. I, yeah. And how the social media yeah, bullshit is. I, I give you the example of this, man. You ever fed a, 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 a snake or an alligator some mice? You ever seen that process, how it worked? You know what I'm saying? So nah, you put the, you, yeah, yeah. so you put the, you put 10 mice in there with the alligator and he owned the first three mm-hmm. and then he get full. So the next seven, nigga could slap his nose, nigga could poke him in the eye, nigga could do whatever he want to him because he fool, he chilling. But tomorrow, if you try to play with that motherfucking alligator, you going to get your motherfucking head snapped off. So sometimes it just be today ain't the day for me. I ain't even on that today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to give you a pass. And if you think I'm a bitch because I give you a pass and then tomorrow you try to play with me and I kill your ass, then look at you. You know what I'm saying? That that you know what I'm saying? Cause I seen some shit where some little kids, man, was bullying this old lady on the uh on the train or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, tomorrow, if y'all try to bully her and she kill one of you little punk motherfuckers, that's what you get for playing with I a motherfucker. Like you know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody just ain't to be played Back just, to bullying, yeah, bro. Like yeah. I never like I'm gonna be honest, bro. Like I tell my daughters and them, don't ever go to school laughing at nobody. You don't don't play nobody. Don't yeah. like you just never know a state of mind or a situation. And, like, if a motherfucker being, but like, bouncers. I know a lot of bouncers that done got popped up. And I get it. Yeah, because you can't just be flexing on motherfuckers in front of, like, you say, y'all got wives. I got a wife. Like, ain't no nigga just about to fuck with me because he feel like it in front of my my wife. wife. You feel me? Slapping me around. So now I have to do something. I got to kill your bitch ass. Yeah, I got to do something. So I get it. But I just, I do wish shit would be different, man. But I feel like we so fucked up in this social media shit and what it look like instead of, like, it's crazy. Like, let's even go talking about scamming. I got a lot of niggas that do scams and shit. Y'all remember, like, when we used to do that shit, it was looked down on. Yeah, like, yeah, you're, you're a fucking, fucking thief. Con, a yeah. con artist. Yeah, 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 that's my yeah. grandma used to say, you gotta fucking go to jail, you con artist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like. A con artist is actually a confident artist. That's, that con man <laughs> like means that confidence shit. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's but what it is. But it's just yeah. crazy that meaning like social media took all this shit and made it cool. And then now it's just like, it, this is weird, bro. All this yeah. shit is weird to me. Yeah, yeah that's crazy, bro, because uh, <clears throat> even with. The bullying now and shit like so you take your kids to school and people see a father in their life. Some kids get upset at that because they don't have a father. Mm-hmm. So then it's like I'm not even about to bully you because my problem not your problem not with me is because your dad ain't home mm-hmm. or your parents ain't together. And that's nothing against the kids don't even shouldn't have to deal with that because that's not they fault. And then when we was young, we used to beat up the bullies like, you that's know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my nigga like but. Also, when we was young, a nigga try to bully you, you beat his ass, or y'all had y'all little standoff, and then you get cool with them because they really want to be your friend. Circle fights. They, right, yeah. They really want to see when you How young. How far they could go. <coughs> there you go. Right. But when you young, is 
it's at a certain point where you got to pick your position in whatever neighborhood you in or whatever crew you in. And a lot of people are call that bullying now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to pick. You know what I'm saying? So if Ryder one that can fight, you know what I'm saying, the best, then we got to find that out some way. We don't need to know. that We can't find out if Rock can fight on the way to the gang fight, no. per se. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Can. So he, you might got to beat up six niggas in line just to be like, okay. But that I'm was gonna, the point of the yeah. 30, going 30 with your niggas yeah. and yeah. all yeah. that oh, shit. Yeah. But now gotta, I don't see that shit. Man, it's whoever got the money is yeah, in charge, period. and that and that ain't the, that ain't the case. You know, it's a lot of bitch ass niggas with a whole lot of money out there, and that be and if you got a bitch ass boss, you gonna be a bitch ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? But let's get back to this uh, acting like you on TV in the box. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That was creative in its own. You know what I'm saying? And so. like my mom always said, I had a wild imagination. So you know what I'm saying? From there, I just you know right because you thought you was gonna be MJ, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> just all that traveling. Added on to that, it made me feel like I can do anything in the world. Yeah. So listen, when you was in Germany, and uh, so from five to nine is when a lot of people discovered what they like mm. on TV and shit. What was on TV in Germany? Man, my grandma had to send us VHSs of <laughs> like Flintstones. Uh, yeah. We uh, all that TGIF, Family Matters, yeah. Hanging Mr. Cooper, because yeah. all I mean, all we was watching was German shows in German. Yeah, so right. it would be Flintstones in German. Yeah, so we'd just be sitting there like, and we had to learn, put it what we learned in class, shit like that. Yeah, okay. So on the base, did they teach like German? Oh to yeah, the you Americans? had to learn it every day. Yeah, that was okay. a part of like how you have math class. Yeah. That was the first class we had every day. German. German. Okay, and y'all, since y'all lived in a German neighborhood, <laughs> what was the race relations like? Because I hear Germans are pretty racist when it comes to black people. You know what? That's I'm gonna what be I so honest. And now getting older, I hear that as well. Yeah, but when I was there. I really didn't see it. It was more so not a race thing, but an American German thing. Yeah, yeah. So, but even like our landlord, he was German, but he was nice motherfucking life. The yeah. lady well, that I, used to babysit her name was Hilda. Old, old, <laughs> old, old German. German ass. Like she was probably about 70 something. Yeah. yeah so but she been through all the. She loved us to death. Yeah. Like she treated us like her family. Yeah. So, okay. So we in America and I asked the last guest who was in Germany this too. Because uh, in America, we have remnants to remind black people where we come from as far as yeah, slavery aspect. That, But is it an exhibit <laughs> or is it on display? Like, listen, this is what happened. Stay in place. Because with America, it, that's how it is. Like when you fucking on, when you go to the Bible Belt and all the streets named after Confederate generals or you go to Robert E. Lee High School, you can't, I can't feel proud to graduate from Robert E. Lee High School as a black when Robert E. Lee See, was fighting on the side of the Confederacy. That's the realm of thinking that you're in. Yeah. A lot of people is ignorant to that rim of thinking yeah like basically back to that state woke niggas yeah. ain't woke so they don't yeah. they, they don't, don't even know like who that. robert e lee is see me i don't i see my view on hitler and africans are is like jewish people told black people that hitler didn't like african americans and africans because they needed somebody they needed an ally at the time so he don't like us so that means he must not like you he must not like you because he want to do this uh Whatever he was doing with the with the blonde hair, blue eyes thing, I yep. forgot the the, the genetic shit. Yeah. yeah, but actually, it's y'all he don't like, and he's actually using African tactics to destroy y'all because swastikas come from Africa. Yeah. Like, so when I see Nazis and shit, it's funny to me because that's African shit. Like, Aryans was actually a a, a, tribe. a, a tribe in Africa. You know what I'm saying? So well, when people you, don't know that, yeah, shit. like yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, when the shit I seen. I've never seen no black people when it came to Hitler and the Nazis. I just seen Jews, German. Yeah, yeah. You that, get what I'm saying? Yeah, right. I, like I say, it's, it's just like if we all in this room, we don't like your mans, 
you know, hey man, that nigga don't like us. I know he don't like you, so right. we right. And the nigga go, yeah, nigga go but, feed into I, I do, So I do agree with what you no, said. Me too, but I just want to know since you live there, like how do I don't, I do, I like, don't think it was know. a reminder. It was more of a memorial, okay, in a museum. Like it yeah. was like, yo, this is what happened. It, it's almost like the Charles H. Wright Museum, right? Yeah. For what we have out here for that, that's what they have for that. And okay. if anybody never been to the Charles H. Wright Museum, this is not an ad, but this is a, a strong suggestion that you go and you go with your kids as long as your kids can see. I took all yeah. mine. As long as your kids are old enough to see, well, maybe about four, because them three year olds, motherfuckers, I took my, my daughter was four. Yeah. And the other ones was older, but it's never too early to learn. To learn that. real yeah, with yeah. your, your yeah. kids. Because, and our history don't start with that. That's the beginning of American history with slaves. That's True. not your African history. Like, because people put that all into a box. You know what I'm saying? And then, if you can't find out what region you from in Africa, Africa is a continent, it is not a country. Thank we, you. Uh, you have to reiterate that. And boom, big news flash. Egypt is in the middle of Africa. Egypt is the New York. The uh, So when you hear people talk about Egypt and they try to separate it like it's not from Africa, guess what? An Egyptian is an African. It's, it's not in the middle. It's at the top. But I'm saying it's in when, Africa. Yeah. Right? But you I, said it's in the middle. middle. They, yeah. Right. Because then I said the it was a continent. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, I'm be real. Yeah. I, was, I had to get school. My dad has been in Africa for the last seven years. Yeah. Or really longer than that since I got married. It's about 11 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get to that. We're yeah. going to get to that because we want to build up to Because your dad actually became somebody that people yeah. should know. You know what I'm saying? So, boom, you um you discover that you you talented, basically, but you don't know that you actually want to rap. When do you, what rap song did you hear that made you say, that's <laughs> it right there? Junk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and people Cross. don't give Chris Cross, especially <sighs> older people, they don't give yeah. them enough props for making them want to do it. And you know what else they don't give them props for? That for that being fun. a diss record, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> and he was creation. dissing Dallas Austin group. Another bad creation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a diss record. You and know it was it wasn't even between them two, it was between the two, writers. Just two writers <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So once you heard jump, you like, oh shit. Uh, man, I was in my room and I I told uh I said this, I said I was just like make it make it make it make it like try to say it all fast and stuff. And that was it, man. Like they, they had that style. Like they was my favorite rap group. Even to this day, they probably still go down as my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My homeboy Thal used to call us crisscross because when we was little, we used to rap. We had braids <laughs> and shit, and they'd be like crisscross, crisscross. And then a lady used to tell us like, if y'all rap like Chris, because we used to always rap hard because this yeah. is what we see. And we would, we like ten, but we with the 16, 17 year old, so we rapping hard. And uh, Trona used to tell us like, if y'all rap like crisscross, it'd be easier for y'all. And we like rap like what you mean. Like we we wasn't getting it. We like uh, right. We that, that was she like, was saying the content, not rap like crisscross. Yeah. She just but we didn't know what she meant. So we like no, nah, we us. We ain't rapping like them. We us. But I understand what she meant. And uh, if I could rewind time, I still wouldn't have did it. But I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Would you would have did it? No, I wouldn't have did it. But like uh, that was like our first forte in the marketing because she was trying to tell us like it's all about marketing. And she was mm-hmm. telling us like. Y'all 10 and 11 living like this, but most 10 and 11 year olds don't live like this. So who go relate to that? You feel what I'm saying? But we feel like shit, but we 10 and 11, but we hanging with these older niggas. So they should relate to that. But then she was like, but even though y'all really do stuff like this and, you know, 12 getting your first gun and shit or selling guns and shit at 13 and 14. People might not believe y'all and try y'all. So the perfect example she gave us, we went to Washington because she's the first person that took us to Maryland and we went to Washington, D.C. And she introduced us to this guy and he played Mob Deep, right? So he let us hear the Mob Deep, right? And that shit was like super hard. It was just like one song. I forgot what it was. Then he showed us Mob Deep. 
and he said it was like this big and he said see <laughs> it's hard for y'all to believe after y'all seen them if that was true you feel what i'm saying so then we start it started to click more you feel what i'm saying like oh that's it. what she mean rap like crisscross or another bad creation like just be kitty what's the nigga name you dissed him a plus a plus yeah, yeah talk a about a he rapped plus. about a damn hoe i be remembering yeah, that yeah, shit yeah 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 y'all yeah. had some hard shit <laughs> <laughs> i mean y'all was the, one of the first people i knew on murder dog you, you know, know what i'm saying, saying? Yeah, so. see niggas be thinking these shits is jokes but it's like no, no bro like we really was doing that shit but even while we was doing that dog we was like loving to see other people come up you feel yeah. what i'm saying because our whole outlook well my outlook was like this right if we all come up together and got some type of connection so rather it be with the the olympics who you fuck with i fuck with pl fuck with mm -hmm. such and such fuck with my whole dream was like this back when the source awards was popping right or the ozone awards that we all be there because everybody made it on their own yeah but we all down there so now you really can't fuck with us because we all Michigan. We made the phrase money making Michigan up. We made I made that up in my mother's basement. And it was the whole thing like we gotta find somebody from Grand Rapids. Because the South was really on the rise and we seen it. And I was like, if we gotta go to the Source Awards and that shit is in Miami, Atlanta, whatever, if everybody who we fuck with from Michigan down there all on their own accord, but we all there, we still got this shit on lock. Right. You right. feel what I'm saying? But uh But and that's the formula I took to start that team seven three four. Right. Yeah. Like, I used to listen to a lot of the shit you said back in the day. Yeah. And like I said, it was inspiring because it's like one thing I say about y'all, y'all did y'all thing, but y'all never, I never felt bad. Like, hate, it was always that motivation for the next nigga to do the same shit. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. Like, a lot of people in the Midwest, I'm not going to say everybody, of course, but a lot of us that did come up rapping in that genre or uh, demographic, I guess, regional. Yeah. Like, niggas was too real for their own good. Yeah. 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 And yeah. the real wasn't ready for that. No, right. And, and then shit. the real always came with a certain street element. Like, even the hip-hop niggas. Is connected to the streets, even the Ipsy nigga. Like, cause for whatever reason, niggas think like it's sweet up that way. And it, no, they it, do. Yeah, they do. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, I love it. Like I say, my family. I got a lot of family East Side, born and raised. I stayed with my brother on the West for a minute, but yeah. they they used to blaze Ipsy too. Like, yeah. what the fuck is a Ypsilanti? Yeah. <laughs> and because the first thing a nigga do is when he asks you where you from, that's the respect level he want to give you. Like, yeah. if, if when a nigga say angster, his antennas go up because like he could be connected to the killers. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Or something like that. Like, I was in, the, when I used to be in the county jail and shit, every time I met a city nigga and I'd be like, I'm from Angster, they like, oh, you gotta watch you niggas. And I'm like, yeah. you ain't gotta watch me, you gotta watch yourself. Cause I don't need, I ain't, I, I'm not a neighborhood beefer. Like, I gotta have a problem with you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because if I'm over here fucking these hoes or whatever, I wanna know who cool in these neighborhoods. So I, I fuck with what, whoever cool, who, who y'all ain't fucking with. So I, if I'm over here, I don't get mixed up in y'all shit. So that's how I met a lot of niggas wherever I met. I you feel know like what that's I'm saying? that, that's that Rick Ross theory, like make allies, not enemies. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, you got to. And that's yeah. that smart shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't wanna, I, bro, I don't wanna beef. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? Like, but don't bring that out of me. But I'm a uh -huh. cool nigga. Like, okay, I get it. It's y'all hood. You've been either fucking on a bitch for having many years or you or liked you her to. since elementary because <laughs> that's what it always be it, behind it whatever it's okay. always and ipsy boy they got some yeah. cold hey, hey you got to think though i worked out there for at one stretch six years i never had an issue with a nigga not one issue even when me and uh ty mopkins got into that fighting shit and beat oh, yeah. dog ass he wasn't from ipsy that yeah. just happened in ipsy yeah never had a problem with a nigga even when the ipsy niggas and the ancient niggas was funky i don't got shit to do with none of that y'all are my customers the best i could do for you if you in here and i'm helping you and you tell me you on your way i tell you hold on i'm about to go to lunch come back in an hour 
You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, That's yeah. just my way of diffusing the situation because, for one, I don't want it to look like I had nothing to do with you coming up here at the same time. For two, this is a black-owned business. That's the last thing we need yeah. up here. And for three, I'm trying to get all the money off the commission, so I don't want no <laughs> no yeah, conflict yeah. to start. You feel what I mean? So what was the talent like, uh, the talent level in, in the Ipsy Ann Arbor area? Man, like, I feel like Ipsy Ann Arbor have some of the best talent. I'm not going to lie. Like, from out of Detroit, if I had to take – 30 artists from Detroit and 30 artists from Ipsy and Ann Arbor, I pick Ipsy and Ann Arbor every time. The difference is the Detroit niggas stick together a little bit, way better yeah. than what we do. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's kind of what made me venture outside of that. Because, yeah. like, the fucked up thing is I'm from Ipsy. You know, I, I lived, you know, I went to Lincoln High School, uh, stayed in the Willow, stayed yeah, the in whole, Texas, the, the, the whole, yeah, the up whole and down through and through. Yeah. But when it came, my older brother, you know, his name is uh, T, he a barber. Yeah. So he always cut out here, but he stayed, he from the west side. Yeah. So I was always on Plainview, you know, right, on Six right. Mile. So I learned how to hustle a little different. Right. And that's what, you know, sharpened me, I feel, because that's when I was fucking, I started fucking with a Purple Gang. They was with Proof and all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah I and remember that. I started that's ratcheting yeah, yeah. and hell of a, all of that. So what, what age range was you when you really started to venture out on the <sighs> rap? Like, because now, like, I imagine that it was like every other junior high, high school experience. Yeah, you battling niggas. Yep. But you ain't really, like I say, when we used to battle, it wasn't nothing disrespectful about the battle. If Ross sound better or if he's saying a really shit, it wasn't yes. like, yo, fuck your auntie, son. It, it wasn't was none that. of that. So, like, when did you know that you had it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because your name is a name that was ringing for a long time. A long time. You know, I really don't feel like it's so fucked up because I feel like, like I was just telling my wife, I just now get my props. And to me, it's still hesitant. Like, I'll probably be a, you know what I'm saying? I'll be like a, I was behind the scenes for so long. Yeah. And like, even with the Sada Babies, uh, you know, Royce did some shit. And, you know, I just had an uh, interview the other day with a 9 for 5. And uh, Joey, he was like, you were behind so many artists that came up that's big now. And he said, "Well, you." He said, "I don't even know if they'll give you your props." But he said, "I'm gonna give you your props, just like y'all, because I was there, I seen it as well." Right. And that's what I feel like. I w- I will never get my full props. But you do right because the props come from the people who know. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So like the good thing about the people who know. They know. So it don't matter how big they get, they might still, bro, I need something. I know the twins yeah. can do that. I know Rock could do that. Let me just double back. And if they kept it real, then they still got access to you. If yeah. they didn't keep it real. So as long as the artists know and the people who are around the artists know, you know what I'm saying? It's you, really the people who are around the artists to me because, like, now that we all can sit here and say we've seen this shit, like, mm-hmm. from all angles, you know what I'm saying? The artist is just a puppet, bro. No matter yeah. who the artist is, everybody's favorite artist is a puppet, you know? what i'm saying because somebody pulling them strings somebody controlling that sometimes like this is what we do with the show right if you if you come if we try to book you for the show and you don't come we'll give you a second time right Mm -hmm. but we also remember that we if we don't talk to you if it's going through somebody, then we don't hold that against you because we already know a nigga might be throwing a cross in there. Nigga might be like, oh, I could get you on a twin show when it costs this, when it don't cost nothing to come up here flat out. So, like, you know what I'm saying? But we, it's always a middleman. <laughs> and the crazy thing, like, I don't, I don't run my IG by myself. Yeah. So somebody had tagged y'all yeah. stuff. I looked at the next morning and I'm like, I just started laughing. 
and he hit me like, you know, so I'm th- I seen his podcast and they're dope. You know, he's from Cali, first off. Oh, is he? Yeah. So he don't know nothing about out here at all. Yeah. So he really fucks with y'all podcast online. Yeah, yeah, Shout yeah. out. So he was like, I think that shit would be dope, man. They great. They got the energy. I was just like, yeah, I, I was like, okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, whoever it was hit me. I said, "Tell Rod call me." And tell Rod call AJ. When I saw you, <laughs> you say that because I told, I, I swear to God, no lie. My wife, she, I told her, I said, uh, "Why he just tagged them?" I said, "Not knowing that's my people." I said, "I said, I said, watch." I said, "AJ about to say something." Yeah, yeah all I seen uh, notification. Tell Rod. I just started cracking. I said, yeah. "Man, let me call." Yeah. I said, yeah. "Just tell Rod to call AJ." You feel what I'm saying? And see, that's that's what I be talking about. What and I love stuff like that, right? So he hit you. He hit us not knowing. Like this, my man, bro. Yeah. Like, all, like no, like I already knew. Like Rod didn't do this because this my man. Like yeah. I know Why would he, he would even, call yeah, me. Yeah. So I just said, "Tell Rod." Yeah, he come on, but tell Rod to call AJ. So that's dope because then he was like. Oh, like he like that solidify everybody in a way because it's Period. like this not made up, bro. Like we got a working relationship because me and you talking and you said, nah, bro, use Mark. You feel what I'm saying? We've been using Mark ever, ever since. since. You ever feel since. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And Mark ain't never flaked. He kept it all the way. Then we put we hooked Mark up with uh with uh low and all yeah. like it was just yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mark is a good guy, bro. Yeah, yeah, even with all that, around great guy. Yeah. Listen, I'm about to tell you what's so crazy. Even with all of that, right? So Rod got a, a billboard in Times Square, and he got on coat of individuality. I picked that outfit up, bro. Yeah. I, I dressed him for that. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I dressed him for that. That's one of the last things I did before you retired? I retired. Yeah. Like, he came in. He said he was about to go to New York. I picked the coat shit out. You feel what I'm saying? And True I saw story. that shit in Times Square. Because yeah. I lady said, that, that shit was, is dope. Like, I love to see that. The lady that was supposed to help me, well, she was helping me, and I was like... And she was like, oh, this is dope. I looked over there. You was just chilling. I said, hey, uh, AJ. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Uh, what's up with this outfit? <laughs> you feel me? You and and I, when I seen that shit in Times Square, like, I feel like I love to see victories for people who I, well, period, but people who I fuck oh, with. Yeah, yeah. I know you grinded yeah. for that. For that, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? People think this shit a magic trick, so let's talk more about the grind. So <laughs> you, you going back from Ipsy to Six Mile, when did you start getting your name in the city? Because that, see, that, see, we can relate. We coming from Angster. Yeah. We got to go to these places. Yo, it, it was a t- like Angster is hot right now. A lot of niggas doing their thing. Producers, oh, rappers and all that. Yo, it used to be a time when we used to go places and they ain't know nothing about Angster. And when we got off that stage, they, they knew about Angster rap wise. You know what I'm no, saying? You, you know what I'm saying? So you tell us about your journey to the city. Um, I started like I said. I started fucking with uh, my man Famous. Uh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Famous. His pops lived out this way too, so we already was running the neighborhood and stuff. And um, so he always was a battle rap type dude. Yeah. And um, he was just like, man, you the young dog. You know, I was I was young as hell. Then I was probably like 14. You know, and they'd be like, we coming to get you. So you know, um, he started fucking with Proof in them. And they be like, yeah, we gonna get young Ips, little Ipsy. So <laughs> yeah, they come pick me up. You know, I'm out there. I'm started skipping school, missing school just to be out there with them. I done seen a lot of shit, you know, fuck yeah. with uh proofing them a lot as far as at his lab. Um, yeah. you know, after the clubs, I'll be like the youngest person. That's the I never forget a dude, uh Dominique Charles. We was going to St. Andrews. Dominique was there with like the whole Ipsy. You know what I'm saying? Him, all the niggas. Next thing you know, I'm like this tall. I'm walking behind, proofing all of them, going into St. Andrews. And they're like, oh, shoot, that's Rashard. 
You know, so because yeah. then I ain't had no name. It was just that's Rashard. Yeah. So I look back, I'm like, oh, what up, though? And I just keep walking through the doors. Also, next day, it's just like everybody like, dog, he be with uh, proof. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that just made it. That bigger, just made it bigger. It made it bigger. So did you have your own relationship with proof? Like, nah, what? I'm a, I'm gonna keep it one thousand. Like, I was the little nigga. I had a relationship personally with famous. Yeah, and that's who. Had me around because his relationship was with Proof, right, right. So I was his little crony. You know what I'm saying? It is right, what it is. Right. You just didn't get a chance to develop your relationship exactly. with him. Yeah, yeah. Then right. like I know, like uh, you know, he'll come to the studio. You know, they like, well, he with us. You know, then he throw me a little jersey off his. Literally, like, oh, I got jersey in here. Throw this shit on his throwback. You feel me? Yeah. So like, it was times like that, or we'll leave the club and um, excuse me, he'd be like um, you know, everybody going to his mom's after she like would cook yeah, after the club hours. Yeah. So, you know, I had experiences, you know. Then when he died, of course, we all went and paid our respects right. and got in because it was a whole list of niggas that couldn't get in. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you was able to actually attend this funeral. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. talk about that loss, though, because uh, how did since you were so close to famous and at that time, a lot of people might have thought, like, that was their ticket to the industry. Like, how did that affect you and fame still wanting to do music? I'm going to be real, dog. Like, them niggas taught me the grind. Yeah, like nothing. Proof didn't give shit to nobody. He gave you everything, but he made you work. Yeah, and that's how they did me. Like famous would be like, you gonna print up a thousand CDs? They drop me off on different corners, different hoods, and I'll be selling CDs all day. Yeah, they had a personal relationship with Bushman and all of them. Right, but guess what? I had to go sell him a CD and keep going to the radio station, and they would be there. Famous would be there right there with me, not saying shit. So they know him. Yeah. But they gotta I had watch to talk. you do your yeah. So yeah. and that made me that guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I built those experiences, just, you know, really getting out there grinding. Yeah, and then those experiences turned into some great relationships. Yeah. And then not only do you do the music, you was uh behind some plays at one point, yeah, right? And a lot. them plays led to some actual T V time. So let's talk about how you even got into that. Like one big uh, mess was a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it started with the uh, plays, you know, doing the uh, plays, and it was just like, what don't we have out here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, this shit was, I'm, I'm going to say, in the Tyler Perry age because it didn't start because of him. Like, we was ahead, like, damn, that yeah. shit would be dope to do this. You know, I said, I can't do a movie like I want and have a full budget. But, okay, I got Washington Community College. I got all these theaters around. I can get that and do the next back. Uh, best thing which is a play right yeah. so you was behind it all the way like all, it was, it was man, all i wrote life. it like I, when I, <laughs> 2008 i woke up from a dream and i basically wrote uh it was which way is up yeah but it was really predicated to a certain extent on me and my wife experience and up like, to that time or period from up until that time yeah from our first daughter to everything so I wrote that. I woke up in the middle of the night and just got to writing shit. Right, right. Called right. a few people that I knew did the shit, you know, like that, and uh, got in board. It was like a six to six months to twelve pro- uh, month process. Yeah. And we had a successful play. Next thing you know, we was the only ones really doing plays at the time like that. Yeah. So especially then, out in that area, it, like it, it, it was nothing. So it wasn't because even I mean just working where I work, you I always know what's going on because you you come to sell the tickets there. You feel what I'm saying? So it's always a central location for ticket sales for what's going on in the area. And I can I can I can honestly say that that's that's a true statement. Like nobody was doing plays up there because what people fail to realize too is when you got these small cities. They don't. And this is a college town. Yeah, this is a college town, but everybody don't want to go to Detroit and party or hang mm-hmm. out on a Sunday and see a play because everybody can't make it. You feel what I'm saying? But we can make it. It, it seemed like the, the distance is shorter between Inkster and Ipsy. It is. And it's actually probably it's the exact same because we exit 200. 
that's exit what? One eighty seven. It started one. We we about fifteen minutes away from about fifteen minutes. So y'all could get the extra people because shit. The number one salesperson here is an extra nigga. Period. So it's extra niggas coming. Then you got the Ipsy people because I know he know the Ipsy people. Shit, Jesse was working back there still. I think and he was. You know he worked in the school and shit like that. So. That was easier than trying to throw something in the city for the first time. And like, even I remember when you told me that because I was like, You're doing a play. Like, bro, I woke up out of my sleep to write this. You feel what I'm saying? And them like my favorite type of ideas because basically I can't sleep. It's all my mind. It's all my mind. You feel what I'm saying? So, uh, after the success of that, like, how was you still looking at music? Was you feeling like, ah, maybe I should switch to be behind the scenes? Because plays like music, people, my name would start ringing. But the plays, I'll be at the grocery store. Hey, didn't I see you in that play? Yeah. So it was like more facial record. I'm like, oh, hold on. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Maybe I got something. And I, you wrote it too. And so. I wrote it. So what I tried to do five, 10 years for music, I did in a year with a play. Right, yeah. right. And right. I did start feeling like that. But the reason really, the, I wrote the play too because I wanted, like I said, I do have a church background at the end of the day. Yeah, we all be out here doing other shit. Right, right. Shit. But, you, yeah. but I wanted to do something that, where I could glorify God. That's really what it was about. Right, yeah. right, it was right. trying to fill something fill that, a void was, in, that was empty yeah, inside yeah. me, and that's where the play take place. But then I figured, like, the best way of ministry is just to keep that shit, you know, sorry, Lord, but keep it real. Yeah. Look, I, I feel bad, <laughs> like, damn, I'm talking about church cussing, but yeah, yeah, it is what it is. I yeah, ain't perfect. But yeah. I just feel like that was the best form to keep it real, and that's how I developed now I had a movie, The Ops, coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's featuring Sada Baby, Shred Game on, all of them. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Is that, now that's already shot? It's shot. Oh, so what What stage is that in? It's done. I got a, I'm waiting on the editor. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We had to hire, you know, somebody from your your favorite place, uh, Texas. <laughs> yeah. So he edited, you know. Who, who doing the, uh, who doing the, uh, the score? Um, the score was done by a few people. Oh, so it's already done, nigga. I was trying to get a song in the movie. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, you should, <laughs> Not, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, we got like mad material. Sure. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Because you know, we don't. We, we actually talk. don't release music no more. I tell but you that'd what, be cool to have a, a song. What would in the be movie. dope too? Let me figure that out. But I want to. Uh, I'm gonna do uh, another premiere at Imagine Theater. Yeah. But it would be dope to have y'all whole show just host that bitch. Yeah. And really we there, yeah. bro. Do it. Yeah. Whatever, like, bro. We I locked just, in, man. Yeah. Real. I mean, you feel and that's why we I said. locked in, dog. Yeah. You, I mean, when it's when it's time, you pick a couple people out the cast. They come up here. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Shit. I wish we would have knew about it earlier. We would have helped you on the executive producer side because that's our favorite it. thing. That's our favorite thing, bro. That's like, our we, favorite we've thing. Executive, listen, we've executive produced plays. And then I had the act- actors who was in the plays in here, and we'd be like, oh, yeah, we put the money up for that. And they'd be like, straight up. And they, it's like, yeah, like, read the flyer. I'm, as, you know what I'm saying? Because we struggle so much with that shit. And oh, that's really bro, back I to, wish, yeah. like, even now, I still want to sell them. Yeah. So we, it's one part, I'm trying to bring in a few people for executive producer positions to start selling it and getting points off it. Yeah. So we'll talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, because, our, well, from my perspective, my legacy, I do, uh, when I executive produce and stuff, we it's both. It's in our daughter's name. It's in our initials, so it's A.D. Jackson, because those are my daughter's initials, too. And my too. daughter's initials is my initials. You, you see know what, what I'm saying? saying? So, like, that's to help them build their legacy. And, you know, we shot the movie uh, in California, Chewy, which wasn't urban, so when people see the movie, it's on Amazon Prime right now, but when people see the and movie. it's free. Just pull it up. It's a nice short, you know. Yeah, it's a short film. So when people see the movie, they can't believe that like we like uh developed a story with Ty Mopkins, 
uh, I, I co-wrote it with uh, Malcolm because I let him do it. We gave him the story, and then I, I did the revisions because we knew what we wanted to come, but we didn't. It wasn't an all-black we cast, actually, though, and it wasn't uh, urban. We, we yeah. was thinking about shooting it again. We are. All, we're going to shoot it again. Cast. Yeah, with an urban cast and see if it's a different effect. It's exact so same funny, movie. Because that was my idea for the play. It was like I didn't want an all-black cast. And there's nothing wrong with that. What we're saying is when we're saying all-black because – Okay, if then people would think it was the same thing of what was coming out. So you got to diversify. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? It's still a black play because black people wrote it. And that's the executive how which way it was it. up. But yeah. at the time, I was working at U of M, yeah. and um, I worked in a department full of nurses. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So to be believe it or not, that was my biggest support system. Yeah, 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 biggest. Yeah, yeah. And, and we tell people that all the time. Like everything we ever did, we always kept a regular job. Why? Because yeah. people love to see people who they fuck with on a daily basis make it. You feel what I'm saying? I remember my brother told me a guy told him at the plant, "Hey man, do you know everything you ever told me you was gonna do that you did it? Like yeah. you told me you was gonna shoot a movie and then you came back and went to California and you did it. <laughs> like he proud of him because you know, I'm so- doing the shit. Like e- even that trip that we took to California before I left, I said to niggas. Hey man, I'm gonna meet Dame Dash before I come back. And nigga, it was far fetched to niggas. You know what I'm saying? What did we do before we, we left? Dash. We before Dame we Dash. at the airport, at the airport, about to leave. You know what I'm saying? On our way home. You know what I'm saying? And we met him. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's people like you. It's people like us who who play the background and help so many people out. And that's what the connected experience is all about, man. We got to let like people that. know who who these people are. So if you and Ipsy and you. If if I the first thing I say is you fuck with Ra and y'all don't fuck with Ra, then I'm like, okay, let me let me see what's up with you for real. You know, because what I know what type of person you saying, are. I don't fuck with somebody. It means it, no, I not knowing and not fucking with you is two different two, things. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So if you don't fuck with them, then I look at a nigga a little like, uh, that's the only nigga I know from up there though. Like that's the only nigga my brother really. Hell of it was like that for the longest. Like it yeah, called me. Hey, you know so and so. I'm like, yeah, why, why you say that? Oh, I was just wondering because I just asked them if they knew you and they was just kind of, you know. And yeah, like, yeah, see, and every, you getting the same effect from everybody. And I talk about your relationship with Helliver because, to be very mm. honest, Helliver have pockets at times that he's popping. But, like, I've always, well, since I know you, I met you a little later in your rap career, but mm. you always, like, championed Helliver. You feel Man, what I'm saying? because he was just a genuine heart. Like, it's, it's like, y'all on my top ten list, too. It's like 10 people that I put on this mark, one of them, that just generally good people. Yeah. And it's like, I feel all of us got that same thing. Like, some, often, you know, I'm going to speak for myself, misunderstood. And people don't mess with, they used to say mess with me because they didn't want to spend money on yeah. doing this stuff, not knowing we got to spend money to do it. Yeah, exactly. So that always makes somebody feel away because either they don't have it or they don't understand why. Right. And, and it's a lot of the times, it'd be the understanding, because, like, okay, like, a lot of people are taking the nerve DJs route right now. They get on the call, they do all that. Yo, we That's was telling people about that, like, six, seven years ago. You was one of the first people <laughs> I heard about the record pools from. Exactly. You know you what, see what I'm saying? saying? Like, and that's why I'm saying. And I would never we didn't hide nothing, bro. Information. Like, when and, and back to the hell of a, I'm sorry, I, I know I'm getting off. So no, it's too. all good. We talking. But, uh, like, even when hell of a, like, I met Helliver when he was on Michigan Ave, like, with Mae West. Yeah. And, um, you know, he was hot, but he was just, like, you know, really it was more people in Mae West that was bigger than him at the time, right. in my opinion. But Helliver took me, like, man, I'm going to get you a hit. And this was, like, 06. And I'm like, for real? You know, I'm, I'm a young dog. So I was hanging around everybody. And um, 
that was uh, actually Lieutenant Dre is his cousin. Yeah. From uh, oh Dre, my nigga. Yeah. Dre, yeah, Dre, my nigga. That's my guy. Me and Dre man. used to work together. I was uh the uh manager at Store Forty. He was the manager at Store Fifty Four, mm-hmm. and I just knew when I left, Store Forty was gonna go to uh Dre. But Dre, my nigga, he, nah, he he's views. always yeah he's always kept it real with me. You feel what I'm saying? A thousand yeah. percent. We didn't you know take a trip. Like we went to Cali one day, uh, time. He uh took me to Hollywood studio, recorded. Like Dre, you know what I'm saying? Dre will look out. Yeah. You feel me? But back to that, so I got plugged in with Helliva, and uh, he gave me a hit. Like, for the longest, Patron on my cup was in rotation on right. both stations. And uh, they used to be like, if an artist come up here, we put them with you. So I remember when uh, I met Jim Jones, Bootsy, they came up here. Yeah. You know, um, uh, what's his name? Gary Chandler was the program director at the time. Yeah. He like, yo, Ra, be at this place in five minutes. So-and-so here. I want you to meet. So they did a lot for me. Then right. uh, the first unsigned hype concert they had, I was on. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You still was, got the flyer from that? No, nah, man. You got to keep that yeah. type of shit, dog. It was me, KDZ, and Stretch Money. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I was just like, dang, this is, it was good, but I'm going to tell you what messed it up. Started uh, going to church. Yeah. <laughs> you already know. They told me I was the worst nigga in life. I'm going to hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, I stopped music cold turkey. For yeah. how long? Man, I took I took a man, I took about a two year break. And see, bro. and that was and you was bubbling too. So like, how how did that affect you mentally? Like, you was almost where you wanted to be, and your name <laughs> in the city. I fucked yeah, I yeah. fucked myself doing that. I'm gonna yeah. be so real, and I'm gonna tell you why because I had just like I um I flew out to California. You know, I, that's when I met Q from Real Star. Yeah, me and him clicked in and everything. Uh, Floyd Mayweather and him. Uh, his daughter was in my video. His uh his baby mom Melissa. That was, that was my dog. Yeah. And like I had, I was there, you know. I had right, label right. offers and everything. Came back here, the city fucking with me heavy, but then it's just like to be young, you know. I'm, I'm gonna blame this back to fatherless. Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't have that head man in your life, like a father figure. You you tend to just. Okay, now let's talk about this because uh, your father actually turned out to be like a, an exec, right? Yeah, like he, man. So, so when you going back and forth to Cali and all of that and you saying to Pops, yo, I got some shit on the floor. But then at the same time, you like fatherless. So yeah. make that make sense for me. So it's like me and my father, like to this day, and it's not his fault. It's not my mom's fault. It's just how shit went. Yeah. You yeah. know, now that I'm older, I understand it. But like he had his own family in his life. But he was still trying to connect with me, and he would. But you already know, I'm out here with my mom. She's single. You know what I'm saying? Right, so you're just seeing it from Now me. I'm getting pulled both ways. He want me to live with him. She want me to stay out there. They beefed out. So I do what my mom do, and I just stay out here, stop talking to him for a while. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. You just – and In reality, you pick sides of something that had nothing to do with I you. I pick sides that had nothing to do with me. Yeah, because I, I – a young lady told me a situation about her family and she was favoring one of the people in her family. Mm. And I said, that's always going to be this to you. The other person is always going to be this to you. You have nothing to do with what they go through. Never. Why are you not sympathetic to him as you are to her? And she never thought about it like that. You know what I'm saying? And I, cause I go to therapy, bro. So when I be talking to my therapist and I be telling her certain shit and I be like, well, blah, blah, blah. And then she'd be like, but why are you, who are you to judge anybody in that situation? Cause my parents, when they were married, I didn't know my parents had problems when they were married. You know what I'm saying? But then when they got divorced, it was like, we live with mom. 
you we see dad, but you kind of favor that situation with your mom, and you like now that you be older, you like, damn, I know both of y'all. It make perfect sense why right, y'all ain't right. fuck with each other. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's something. what I tell people too. I said, I say to people, you should get to know your parents as adults away from the other one, even if they are still together, yeah. because it'll show you why they together or why they not together. My parents would have not been the best together they but That's they the same feel. type of person like they my dad is just my mom in the male's body and vice versa they go but his they think that they right you feel what i'm saying like so Not i can see know yeah. i know my mom outside I of my dad like now that i've got older you know what i'm saying like i used to feel so alone when it came to that yeah. but like even like my dad like now that i'm older i see that he tried he, yeah he yeah. wanted me to live with him he you know he tried to show me a different life right, like i could but i was so it's fucked up. Like my mentality was so hood. I, I want to say where my allegiance was. I got a single mom. I got to be a big man. I got to be the man in the house. Right, I got to yeah, do this. That's what, yeah, you yeah. get what I'm saying? It was so dumb. Now, like when I got older, like me and my dad, to me, we have more of a. Uh, it's, it's still father and son. I respect them, but it's more of a friendship now. Yeah, because the parent-child relationship drastically changes, yeah. and, and and it constantly changes. Because at one point, you depend on your parents. For everything that you need, but then you get to a certain age where now you depend on you looking at your parents as you have to respect me as an adult. Period. And that's the and that's the only relationship that's ever going to be like that. Even with you and your kids, like mm-hmm. right now, my three year old daughter is is just a three year old, but one day she gonna be thirty three, and I'm gonna be looking at her like, okay, you grown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if I equipped you with everything you needed to 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 adjust in the world, then I should be cool with letting you go off on your own. See, or I should be cool with knowing that you go make a mistake. And that's back to that. When then if we rewind back, that's why I made that decision just to abruptly just stop. Right. Because I didn't have the right guidance during that time period in my life. Yeah. What, was it was you scared? Was it was it was it some fear? Yeah, you know what? It's like <laughs> you get you go to a church, you know what I'm saying? You cause you're trying to do what's right. Well, what, what you, you perceive to what be you right. perceive that's, that's that's the best way. What you perceive to be right. Yeah. And in our community, you already know that's all they tell you. That's that's what you gotta do. This is what's right. Yeah. So then you got these grown-ups telling you, yo, you rapping, you know, they hearing me on the radio too. So they like, you know, then I should have been like, damn, what the fuck you was you listening to the radio? You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Or then somebody said they saw me at the club performing. But it, you know, as a child, you know, or should I say young man, I didn't think like now, yeah, you get yeah. what I'm saying. So it was just like, yeah, because for, for you to see me there, that mean you was, was there. there too. Right. So now <laughs> it's like, you know, they just telling me basically I'm the devil. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You Which is like, actually the worst thing you could do. Like, don't, 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 don't try. Don't, don't, yeah, don't use no. And that, that's what they did. Yeah. So you know, to me, it, it just kind of shut me down because I didn't know. Like, I went from a time period like I was out there doing some, a lot of dumb shit to you know, with me and my my brother, he liked them now, but. We just was doing so much shit. Now it just kind of fucked my head up. Like, what's right, what's wrong? You don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. But right. it's all be right for you though, because yeah. it, you, you know, what I'm saying like, <clears throat> that's too. Yeah, I don't subscribe to any religious form. You know what I'm saying? But I believe in in a higher power, right. and I also believe that your life is literally tailor made for you, down to yeah. the scars. Like, we could both go outside, fall right now. I get up, nothing happened. You get up, you motherfucking whole elbow scraped yeah. up. You needed that. That was for you. So when people try to use the the the, the devil scare tactics, you just actually just gave God as much power as the devil. Yeah, and then, so <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Even like, with that, I look at it like kind of like the same way you uh, 
you uh said about Hitler, right? I don't necessarily know that the devil is a bad entity because I've never had to deal with everything that's bad don't come from the devil. You feel what I'm saying? Even if you're a Christian, you know that God let the devil do something to who was it? Job. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So that bad actually came from God's okay. It's like the mafia. He got the okay to do that. He couldn't do that if you believe God is a man and for one, because I don't. I believe the black woman is God. And every time somebody mentioned God, I have to say that. Because yeah. that's I that, stand that, strong that on that. I, I sent you that picture of that book. So yeah. if God allowed that, who the bad come from? You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you your daughter get into an argument with somebody and you say, well, go ahead. If you go slap her, slap her. The slap actually got okay from you. You feel what I'm saying? And we're going to talk about your daughters in a minute because yeah. they actually, they rappers and stuff too. And it's and like so dope. Yeah, they year. went viral yeah. last year. And uh, I want to talk more about the movie The Ops though. So yeah. who, who who are we? Uh, what, what, give me the synopsis if you the can. I, no, no. Um, uh, the ops, man. Um, <laughs> let me try Did you write this too? Yep. Yeah. I had a help. I had help though. We brought a team. So it's a co-writer. Yeah, because it's like I know. You know, I'm not one of them people. Just like when it comes to music, if you got a dope hook and you feel like you got a concept, I'm gonna do that shit and try to make a hit. You yeah. know, I ain't I ain't too proud basically. But so we none of these niggas too proud because they all got teams. And if yeah, a nigga tell you that, he lying, man. <laughs> he lying, man. So I came up with the concept. It was basically a play off of uh, which way is up, which was went to one big mess. Yeah. Now it was the op, and it was the still same you know formula as far as. Uh, two newlyweds. Uh, my man, he went to jail, and uh, his, they was running the streets. He came back trying to retire from the street stuff and trying to be churchy. Right. Basically, you know, like I always try to put myself. In That's my what I'm about to say. Like you put yeah. a lot of yourself. He in got the characters. kids. He 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 straight and narrow, but he still got the two homeboys. They like it. We try to get some buddy. You know what I'm saying? Then they uh start getting tested through their marriage because of like shit from her past start coming. To the forefront, and yeah. it's, it's dope, man. Now, when you stopped uh, doing the music, where where were did you were you and your wife together at that time, or this was right before her? This was no, we was probably messing around. <laughs> yeah. So okay, now but, okay, this is why I asked that. What was her position in that? Like, what what was she telling you to do? You know, I'm gonna be because honest, you take man, it to your significant so, other. She was she was real, but she come from a church background as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you feel me? And it's like me and her relationship was never. A relationship, yeah. It's like we was cool, and it just developed into a marriage. Yeah, I swear it was like we went from cool, to fucking having a child, didn't even know, then to just marry. Yeah. I can relate. <laughs> you know Literally, what I'm saying? I, I can that's relate. why I tell everybody all that you got to be together for this long. We went from one night to the next. Eleven years later, bro. I met. Well, I I was always familiar with my uh, current wife, uh, but we got real in two thousand. Eight, 2007 we got reacquainted in january at the end of january mm-hmm. our first date per se uh we got some chinese food but it was on january 23rd we got married on march 9th and See? we've been together for 12 years we never i when people when i tell people i never my wife was never my girlfriend we never went together they right. act like they can't believe it i'm like no 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 bullshit all legit and that's you god feel what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. every girlfriend i had i've probably cheated on yeah, but except for her. Yeah, and well, she was know, never your girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? So I tell <laughs> right, her, right, 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 we did right. great. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And now, like I say, that's that's marriage, man. And she actually managed you, right? Yeah, like yeah, she, real family the, business. The label is actually under her. Yeah, Jay Moore. You know, that's yeah. the entity for the plays, the movie. Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> so. that's dope. That's dope. So let's uh talk about Team Seven Three Four because um. Y'all hit the scene and y'all y'all represented for that area like straight up. It was actually needed and it worked it was. perfect. It, it was needed. needed and it worked perfect. I don't think everybody knew what we was doing until after 
it was done. And I'm not gonna say dumb, but kind of you know everybody's it, it, it was, doing a separate thing. Right, right. Then right. it was kind of like now the niggas hit me like, dog. Because that's, that's what I was saying. I can imagine from being up that way who you could have contacted to be a part of that at first. At first, everybody. everybody. I, I already know, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm, I'm, I'm I'll be trans. I can imagine, bro. Yeah, everybody. I got so much hate and scrutiny for it because then you got niggas from this hood. Oh, we the gangsters. Our hood harder, nigga. We team 74. We're going to start. You know, it's like, no, nigga. I need one nigga from y'all, yeah, one, one nigga, nigga from right, here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is how you together. do a team. And it worked for <laughs> that. But then, you know, egos got in the way. You know what I'm saying? I feel like niggas was set tripping off of sets that didn't exist. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right, and, right. You know, I like, I'll tell you a true story, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, even Shine, that's my dog. You know, I like, I love him to death as a brother. But yeah. as business, we just, we, we always gonna bump heads. Yeah, that's yeah. The best Shine, way to say I, I've known him since the first time, shit, shit, since 299. Met him mm-hmm. at the airport. And, and he was, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't even really know he rapped for a long time, but then you know Marcel, Marcel Yo, been my Hollow. best friend. Hollow been my best yeah. friend since ninth grade. You know what I'm saying? Like so, they were super tight. Then come to find out, he like Shine, super talented, bro. It was just you know I, I think Shine honestly, if we will push him as a solo, he'll blow up. Yeah, yeah. but Shine on head is gonna kill Shine, and I would tell him that if he was sitting right here, yeah. and he knows that. Yeah. So I leave that at that. Right. But. The team, it's like you know, we've done, we did so much so fast. So, so, so yeah. who was Team Seven Three Four when, 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 when after everybody scene said, scene. yeah, when, 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 it was, when, when it you was, introduced them to the world? It was uh, my man BJ Bryant uh, Jennings, uh, Johnny Biz, uh, AR, you know, AR Wolf Five. Yeah, he passed away, right? Uh-uh, no, no, who passed away in the car accident up there? Damn, like, I was like, damn, did he? No, I mean, this was a couple <laughs> years ago, but that nigga was so seven cold. Flames. Oh, that's who it was. That Which, nigga was so it, cold. The craziest part, Seven Flame was always a part of some of my campaigns. Yeah. We end up falling out on just some shit, miscommunication. Yeah. He died. Coming to find out, my great, great-grandma's brother is his granddad. It's crazy. Wow. So that wow. that was another. So I actually put his song on my movie. Okay, that's dope. So, that's dope. Um, yeah, that's Damn, that shit fucked up. But yeah, so yeah. that's another thing. But so we all came together, and um, them all the people I brought: Boomerang, uh, yeah. Karan. You know, um, uh, man, I originally asked. I asked so many people, but I, that's, I already that's, know. that's all the yeah. people that actually did it. Yeah, and it was like we moved so quick. Then I had uh, what Flair. Uh, he from Inkster. Yeah. From y'all way, uh, my little brothers. And it was just like, so we had the old, oh, the young. I'm going to just say everybody was just together. So we was trying to cover all hoods, all genres. Right. And for those who listening who outside of the area, 734 is the area code. Yep. So that's it's, the, it's the second area code to, uh, 313. to 313. And I got so dogged for that area code for the longest because they was like, oh, 734. You ain't from the dick. Yeah. But it, it was like, it's crazy because like my dad, like even my pops was like, man, that's, you know, that's cool. But why an area code, man? I said, ask 702 that. You know what I'm saying? Because they did the same thing. But long story short, so I don't think nobody appreciated the situation that was at hand until it was over. Right, right. Because y'all did did a lot of tours and you put them together yourself. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about putting them... Putting them guys on the radio, putting them on them big stages with these big names. Like, how did that come about that you started to to know to do your own tours? I feel like even now, nobody going to give us shit. So you got to, you know, the way to take it in this game is to do it. You get what I'm saying? So it was like, yo, we hot. I feel like we not getting the the shine we deserve. So fuck it. We going to put on a tour. But when we did it, we would pack them out. Like right. we didn't have, you know, Andre Drummond blessed us at Eastern. You know what I'm saying? We had, we didn't have like some names, 
and it, it was a blessing, man. Yeah. So, like anybody involved with your new uh, situation from Team Seven Three Four? Ah, you know what? Um, my little brother. Yeah, but you keeping it pushing though, so it's not like they can say like that you use that to get no. out there. You know, I mean, you know, you, you know, know what, some of these niggas. And I'm, I'm I ain't a, saying I'm nothing a, about them. No, no. But sometimes I'm gonna some just keep niggas, it modest because you know that's that's, that's that's my problem. I always give everybody the benefit. I always give everybody the score. Like a lot of what I had, I gave to the team seventy four. It's just it is what it, it is. It is what it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like because you ain't know if this was your last hoorah or I whatever. Didn't know. And yeah. I said it was. Yeah. And I was like, I told G Nice, you know, me and G Nice rocked for so long. On you know because you got to explain who G Nice is. G Nice was um he is a Ipsy DJ, yeah. but he was worldwide when he plugged with Bree MC Bree, mm-hmm. and that was another thing. I was around Bree, had songs with Bree, were and uh Bree. That's when he was on Pharmacy, right? Yep. Yeah. That's what we had to hear about him at first, yeah, because we used to actually low key do a little bit of marketing for Pharmacy with Doc, with Chill. Doc Chill. Yep. Oh, so see that 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 because I was trying to think like when did we first because you was they young boy I was for real young. yeah yeah and I and I remember G Nice and this was after the Proof situation but yeah. around the same time kind of and yeah. G and Proof or uh, G and Bree was like duh little nigga you got heart yeah. Come roll with us, you're gonna be good. Yeah. And Bree was about to go back on tour. I'll never forget it. And he uh told G that I was gonna be able to open up and do all that. And they took me to a few places with him. Next day I was in a lab at uh Flaw Studio from Olympics. Yeah. Um and we got the call. Yeah. Yo, Bree's dead. He out he and D Dog, um, you know, stu- whatever you wanna call it, his house. Yeah. Oh, so he died in the studio. Oh, he died. It, it was the um D Dog had this crib, and uh, above it was like a, a loft. Yeah, and that's where Bree stayed when he came into town. Yeah, and that's where he died at. Yeah, oh, okay. They couldn't okay. wake him up. Yeah, yeah, because Bree was actually supposed to be on the radio in the morning on ninety eight. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But we he had all some child support or some shit. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Which is stupid. They should have let him do it so he could have paid his child support. But I remember that like Bree was about to be, to be on the radio yeah. on the morning show on uh, FM ninety eight. I'm gonna tell you the truth. We did a venue with ninety eight, and that's how I really. Started plugging with Kim James yeah. through Breed because they yeah. was real cool. Yeah, but it just you know and like then that to me that was my second strike, almost like the proof situation. Like damn, I was there again. Yeah, right. So man. you feeling like like mentally because you still you have a young dream, man. I yeah. was yeah, like yeah, you I was then I was like twenty one, twenty you know just turned yeah. twenty one. Yeah. So it was just like damn, you know. And I just started all of this pressure, <laughs> you know, because then I you know that's when in between that time I stopped rapping. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that Wait a minute. So when you strike. stopped rapping, you woke up in the middle of not rapping and wrote the play? No, no. Yep. Then that's what that was for then. Yep. <laughs> you feel me? Because if you stop rapping. Remember I said I was my spirit was so conflicted. Right, right, And right. I wanted to do something pleasing Now it makes still. sense. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was, it was yeah. like, so I'm going to be honest. I, when I went to Vegas, they flew me out there. Um, I had a label meeting. Uh, and that's when it was uh, with Universal. I had one with Motown, all of that. Yeah. And... I didn't accept the offer because my, you know, my dad ended up flying out there. And that's when he was the executive at the time over there. And he was like, man, I could do this, this, and this. But he had another artist. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So you got the deal on the flow. Then pops fly out there like, don't take this deal. I got a better deal for you. My G, why you just like call me? Like, but no, I understand, though, because it's and business. It was, it now, was, listen, let me ask you this, though. Did any of them know that that was your father when he flew out there when all these meetings was going on? At first, no. But then 
you know, you look at us and you're like, right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Y'all motherfuckers ain't slick. But you earned that shit, though, because he did earn it. And that's what it was really about. You know what I'm saying? Like, my uncle, you know, my uncle was putting up money all the time. And still to this day, like, if something needed, he'd do it. You know, shout out to my uncle Chico. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And Felicia, but. It, so they sent me out there, you know what I'm saying? Right. And Pop's like, hold on, because he was on a tour actually at the time with his artist. They yeah. was doing all their shows with Ja Rule. Who yeah. was his artist? Uh, you say? It was young, uh, a girl named Young London Jasmine. She's okay. real big in UK. Okay. So then they had her open up. She was with Ja Rule and them. Uh, she was on Malibu's Most Wanted soundtrack. Like they was popping in that time. Yeah. And um, he was like, yo, just give me a second. You know, let me do this. You know, label was cutting him checks for Starline and Universal. Like I'm, I've never seen. I'm telling you, like two hundred thousand dollar checks. I'm looking. I'm like, God damn. Right, right. So I knew he could do it. So when I put my whole faith in him, it was just like, you know, shit happens. Let's just be honest. Yeah. And it wasn't nothing that he did or somebody else did. It was just how shit was rocking at the N- time. Nah, the deal that he was offering was it actually better than these other deals or more lucrative for you? Like, did he say, okay, this because he know what they offering because it's like an NBA uh, you know negotiation. What? I feel like at the time. I wish I would have took their deal. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. But I wanted to rock out with my dad because I was still trying to build that father's father, son. Yeah. yeah. But and you actually get there on, on your radar own. On your on own. own. That, that's the most important part because... It's not like you was working to get on his radar. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, but my like, dad, how many people around you knew that your dad was an executive before this? Because once he offered you the deal, you had to be like, all right, my dad offered me a deal. Well, you really didn't. Yeah. You know, what, you know what? Because my dad was going to do it because he wanted to see so much out of me still. Like like any father, he he going to push me. Even harder. Push yeah. me. Even if I feel I'm ready, he don't care if 100 people saying you ready. He was like, no. Because he's seeing this shit from. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He'll do like one, you know. Honestly, he was the reason I started being so big on radio out here. He flew out here, and that's when he did start working when I got back. So the Patron in my cup, he, you know, we connected with hell of a boom. You know what I'm saying? Go yeah. to the radio, you know. The, rest the, the, the real radio rules. The real radio rules. You yeah, know, yeah. director program meetings. and he Because yeah, he, he know what to do. It's just like I got more of an interest because this is my son. And, he did it on. and I do work at the time for Universal, which is the biggest label in the game. And that's you feel what, what he did, bro. So he came out here and he got it popping. Like we was right, right. Cool. And now, at the time of uh, building this relationship with your dad and the business going on, like, how did you separate the two? Because that, like... That was the hard part. Okay, okay. People say they can do it, but, you know, like... Because this, is this really your first time, like... Doing business? Doing business with him, yeah, like, yeah, seeing yeah. him, like... Like, so you couldn't take off the dad glasses no. and the hurt that you had from some of that yeah, shit. From that so stuff, you took, so you then, took business situations personal. Period. And to this day, we talk about that. You know, so he texted me the other day, like, yo, we just need to live through father, son, you need something, I'll give it to you. But, you know, the business, because we have such a different outlook on business. Yeah. But that's why he's successful in what he does. Like I said, he's in Africa now. And what, what part of Africa, if you don't mind asking? Um, he's in Ghana. He was in Ghana, but he travels back and forth to the continent, so. To Compton? From I mean, I said <laughs> through the continent. <laughs> yeah, through the continent. Like, no, because uh, he, he had told me a game about yeah, that. Yeah, Doc I, just told me about somebody being in Ghana, uh, some dude, some black, uh, some Americans going to Ghana building these cool. lavish houses for like twenty thousand dollars, and 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 he he, he said <laughs> he, he got me, a homeboy who come hey. back, take thirty five hundred dollars, bro, take it back with you. And you good. And and you know what I'm saying? And he's like, is I said, how well how developed is it? You know oh, what I'm let saying? Me tell you something. He don't have a house. He has a compound. 
Yeah, that's what he said. He was like, niggas so he, is building I done compound. Seen, I done seen maids. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm looking at his I'm more concerned like, about running water, dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, real talk, though. I'm yeah. more concerned about, I get it. about running water, But bro. they got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, like, my uh, whole goal in life, like, to build my own legacy is uh, I want to build, I want to finance water wells in Ethiopia. That's dope. And I want to name them after the women in my family. You feel what I'm saying? Because uh, when I was in the Islam, well, first of all, since I believe the That's black woman is. is God, like to be able to provide water in their name, keep the circle of life going, right? But uh, in Islam, when I practice Islam, your deeds still count. That's why you're not supposed to do music in Islam, because if it's negative, it count against your negative. But what you do positive still counts. So if I can provide but it's water seven to wells, one, so yeah. But if when I, <laughs> but if I can provide water <laughs> wells, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I can provide water wells where people don't have to travel so much and all of that to get the actual clean water, that'll go on to the well won't run dry, which will probably be never because it's coming straight from the earth. So like that's my goal. Well, and how much it, it costs? It, really I'm about to say it's not it, that expensive. It, it, yeah, you, uh, you just got to hook with the right people. Uh, but I think it's like 6000 bucks a well. Man, you know what I'm saying? To get a good one. Oil refineries over there. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. diamond mines. So, I mean, I, I'm sure, you know, I'll plug y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, let's talk about you being a father. You really live that daddy-daughter life because you got three girls. Four. Four girls. And they, they, they do music. But What's the age range on these whew. young ladies? Five, eight. 10 and 13. Yeah, so you got a teenager. So what grade is 13? What's that? Eighth grade? Eighth. Yeah. yeah. So talk about that because she's actually, they actually do music and went viral. And now you're the father in position to to kind of green like them. So how, how do <laughs> right I feel now, it coming I, full I, circle? I wonder how the grandfather feel, it, though. He like, well, I love It was <laughs> easier. Like, she went viral. Uh, my daughter, like, I tell her all our stories. Like, I keep it so real with her. My uh, 10-year-old. Or she was eight at the time. But her passion was the music. Yeah. So she was writing songs. She was rewriting, listening stuff. And like, I'm like, dang, you know, I didn't even know she rapped. Yeah. So when she told me, I'm like, I'm geek because I wish I always had a boy, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I could hoop with, do something with. So now your daughter come, dad, I rap just like you. you like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, well, you got to start. You know, I'm, I'm making, putting her through boot camp. Yeah. But she she was so in tune watching a uh, rap game. Yeah. So she like one day we go to Chicago. So I, I was I started writing her raps. Then um we went to Chicago. Uh, I did her first video. Mark came and did it. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, right? She getting the top notch, but she started yeah. off on, on the right track. <laughs> yeah. She sampled Roxanne, Roxanne, and yeah. she wrote to it. And I'm like, damn, okay. So I'm like, fuck that. I had to call my man, yo, Tech, and he he a dope architect. Shout out, he a great producer. So he shoot her the Roxanne, Roxanne joint. We go to uh, my man, my B&B family, Peanut and all of them. Yeah, Nug gonna be on the show. She, oh, I see. Yeah, 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 he, um, the show. he told me. He said, focus on her. Yeah. He let her record every week. Yeah. So we recorded it. Shit came out slamming. Yeah. And um, I shot the video, got rented out of school. You know what I'm saying? And uh, shout out to my nigga Linwood. We rented out to school. The great video. Yeah. So we go to Chicago. She like, Dad, I'm gonna start going around and just start rapping to people. Yeah. Just like they're doing a rap game. I'm laughing. You know, I, I'm kind of more so embarrassed than she is. Yeah. So she walk up to the first group of kids. You know, they all geek. She start rapping. Hey, da 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 da. And they like, all right. And they taping her. So we were going through the whole mall just running up, rapping to people. They like, oh my God. You know, it was a little guy. Yeah. <laughs> he like, oh my God. You know, you should go rap for G Herbo. He here. Yeah. I'm like, who is G Herbo? I really so didn't you know. ain't even in I tune. Didn't, yeah. I didn't know about him. And my daughter's like, where he at? So they like, he upstairs. 
I played it so scandalous, right? So we walking all, we going upstairs and stuff. We in a big mall, and um, I see a dude at the counter, just ice shining. So you like this must be? I like you know my head. I'm like, oh okay, that's dog right there. So I go to the counter, smooth because I see people trying to come up. And I'm like, hey, uh, where did it, uh, you know, asking about some shoes I ain't care about. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I said, uh, I'm talking. I'm like, yeah, like, who's this rapper dude that they keep talking about? You know what I'm saying? Right, because so, you know he, his, his, the ego. His, his ego man, yeah. his man's right there. <laughs> Nigga, it's G Herbo, man. He right here. You ain't no G Herbo. I said, my father, fam, I'm from Detroit. Then they was like, oh, for real? Then G Herbo turned around. Oh, you from the city? Yeah, I was just out there messing with T Grizzly. And I said, oh, so you know my big brother, hell of a. Oh, da da da. So now he engaged. Right, yeah. right, right. So I, I put my phone on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, on the camera part. And uh, my daughter, I'm already trying to figure out, okay, how can I say she want to rap for you? Yeah. Right. Before I could even say it, my daughter pulled on his shirt. Hey, I want to rap for you. And she looking at him going like this. He like, oh, damn, you rap, little mama? She like, yeah. He's like, go ahead. She get to spit. Now everybody coming around. And he give her a hug. He's like, damn, she cold. Yeah. So he sat there, kicked it, uh, shot me the number, gave me his number and all of that. And it was like genuine love. Right, because you already had put yourself in a place with him. Because once you mentioned hell of a, all, all his guards went down. Exactly. And, it, and it'd be cool to be able to do that. And that's how it be when you be behind the scenes. And Because all he did was walk away and call and say, man, I just met this and guy. Blah, like, oh, that's a little bro. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you know what I'm saying? I get back to the hotel. I'm geek, so I post the whole rap thing on her page. I tagged him. He followed her back. He got, you know what I'm saying? I actually saw that on his page. Yeah, that's I the- had no <laughs> clue that that was your daughter, nigga, because he only put the part where she walked up to him and was yeah. rapping. I had no clue that that was your daughter. And, and then, then I seen me, you and you told me. me. And you feel like, what? Yeah. And he was like, so next thing I get to the hotel, I had to connect that Vlad and all of that. But David, like, uh, they fuck with me, but you know how they be, you know, some Hollywood shit, but. I still shot it to him. Right. So, of course, he needs shit to put on a site. Yeah. So, he put it on a site. In three seconds, like, did I send it to him? Ten minutes later, ding, 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 notifications. Yeah. Vlad tagging. Like, next thing you know, I, I look. I'm like, I look at her thing, 50K. Then it shoot up 60K. I'm like, what the hell? This is, like, less than an hour. Right. Yeah. So, now her, she had probably 100 followers on Instagram. Now, I just start going up. 600 thousand yeah next thing you know say cheese reposted it yeah then it go boom 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 now everybody from out this area peanut hit me up it don't sign hit me up you know what i'm yeah. saying i was like so yeah. then he started showing me a roast but you know and all in all it went great right and um you know they she positioned herself i'm not even gonna say me yeah, right right it was i good. knew what to you knew do. enough to get her to there but she got she to, did the rest she bro. shot her own shot yeah so then yeah, they came dope, up actually. with the retro kids thing um dj telly tells he 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 did the uh fuck em up challenge then he uh did a level up with sierra yeah. yeah but he actually gave him a, a single and you know we just started working man working her and um she been popping but you know the other day, like I said, I was going back. So to the, this is the ten year old. This the yeah. Now she was only eight at the time, but she's ten now. Yep, she just oh. turned ten um, July. Okay, yeah. okay. So she in a in less in a year's time, like she's done all of this stuff, and then um, you know, I, like I had a lot of people that would sign her, but I'm gonna be honest, I didn't want no one controlling my daughter, right? Especially right. another grown man, because then it's like. What if she's under contract and me or her mother can't make it somewhere? Just for you don't ever know what's going to happen. Right, right. Now she got to go or she's going to be in trouble. And it's just too much going on in that game. 
Yeah, to because be you know we know exactly like man. and kids stars man get it the worst man yes. like kids because they not allowed to transition like the whole world want to grow up and be grown until like you got to watch little Bow Wow grow up. Yep. Now you thirty and you still calling this nigga little Bow Wow like he ain't thirty he ain't yeah. the same age <laughs> like you you feel like you but grew even up with past the nigga. that yeah. like I didn't want to see like all this sexual shit yeah, going on with yeah. grown ups and kids. I'll kill anybody with my daughter. Right, right. So yeah, with that sure. being said, I said, how can I do this where I could still make it profitable and get her a deal, but not under nobody? Right. So and she that's actually when I actually deal. talked to you first and yeah. my friends about Orchard, because I was talking about, um, I was telling you about the G-Unit situation. Yeah, and that's why I was like, And nah. you was like, nah, then you was telling me about the Orchard. I'm like, yeah, well, my man said, and after that, that was enough, because like, I promise, like, you don't know this, but I look, when AJ speak, I'd be like, okay, he know exactly what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? So I, I told my wife. No, I'm yeah, and I'd be like, this nigga, what you <laughs> no. think? I'm the big brother now. <laughs> and you know how you that big brother? Yeah. That's my little brother. No, but I'm just saying, though, because when you was explaining, and I was like, gee, like, no, like, gee, yeah, for us back in the day. You yeah, feel yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Like, that's for us if we was 26 and shit, because you got to roll with the punches, yeah. and them punches come with a bunch of BS. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, so I the situation, not to cut you off, so the situation with the orchard is y'all's situation or her situation? It was, okay, so Blast, Big Dog Blast from out here. Yeah. Like, it, it's so many insides, bro. Like, I was already going back and forth to the G unit, and uh, I was doing stuff with This Is 50, uh, DJ Thorough, which is 50's DJ. That's my guy. Yeah, yeah. So he interviewed the kids. He interviewed me. We built a rapport. I was on Shade 45, and um, it was just like, you know, basically we was just trying to wrap our head around what's next. Yeah. So- my man Blast, excuse me, I'm sorry, y'all. Big Dog Blast lined up a situation at, you know, the Orchard. Yeah. And um, they uh, fell in love with the song I did that hell of a produced called uh, Get This Money Up featuring B. Ryan. Yeah. And they offered me, uh, it was supposed to be a single deal. And I'm like, uh, you know, the distributor and see how I do. And um, I'm like, well, uh, hold on. I, you know, they was like, play some more stuff. I get to play and stuff. So I'm like, put in my daughter's stuff, showing them all the stuff my daughter did. And they like, damn, y'all got a whole package. And that's I like, I didn't know we could sign the whole JMR under it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And at first they was like, mm, <laughs> you know, like, let's just see what you do with yourself. And right. but we, you know, we talked. I, I would have been like, let's see what we do with the kid yeah. if I was them. Because they, kid stars are like, like they we feel so in love with the single I had. Yeah. And that's they brought other execs in. They brought my uh, it was a DJ from down south, uh, from iHeart. And they like, yo, man, that's hot, man. Where you from, Detroit? Oh, shoot, Detroit bubbling right now. And that's what it was based off of. Yeah. But we end up, you know, going back out there again. We sold, you know, the whole label as a package. Like, well, we got this, we got this. Just give us this opportunity. And it worked out. So we signed the Retro Kids under uh, Orchard, Team 734, Young Rye. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, a I'm real saying, label deal because the label, label deal actually consists of three acts. You feel what I'm saying? And then it's based on whatever act is up first. You know what I'm saying? What they do. And uh, – I was, I was so proud of you to say the least. Like he kept it going. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I appreciate I'm it. saying with the play, but I was like he did it with music because it all stemmed back to the music. You got to yeah. think about this, bro. Yo, you you tried to sing. The first thing you did was music. Mm-hmm. You stayed on the grind. You kept it down. The process. You went through the entire process in the city. Cause you made a name in the city. Yeah. First, you had to make the name it, in Ipsy to, to even get, get to, to the, the city. city. You get to the city. They you bubbling in the city. You had a song on the radio at a pivotal time where 
they wasn't really even fucking with local artists. I ain't even yeah. calling them locals, just independents, right? But yeah. we just happen like to be that. local, but we only local because the proximity. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? And you you got a song on the radio. You it, it cooled down because you take a step back. You feel what I'm saying? The step back actually breed and birth the play. Mm-hmm. Which breed and birth another play, which breed and birth your first feature film, and still doing all of that, you made it with the music. You mm-hmm. made it to the door, got through the door with the music, and we proud of you, brother. You I feel what I'm saying? That. And, sure. And that and that's what it's all about. Like even what you just said, you said it's a lot of hands, like not in the pot, but behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? And you got with you, you actually what I got from that story is you seized every opportunity to keep a contact. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. You kept a contact because now you got your own relationship with Bushman. Yeah. You got your own relationship with Big Dog Blast. You can go to nine five five. You know how many people can say that from where we from? No, that's now, real. Zero, bro. <laughs> zero artists can say they can go on to nine five five because of the music. Exactly. And but they already got a relationship. You feel what I'm saying? He know Joey that you did stuff for behind the scenes people, and they know, and you still working with Asada because they was on the first single, one of the mm-hmm. latest singles, and you put him in a movie and stuff like that and that's from season at least Every one contact man. from yeah. everything man and that's dope man and uh like obviously you know aj better than me but you know what i'm saying but we a team and every oh, time yeah. y'all talk about something he tell me because so i got the utmost respect for you like i know shine better like like you yeah. know him i know shine and i remember you, that you know what i'm saying which is actually weird for people and to, it, i'm gonna tell you the weirder part I know AJ more, but I know you. I feel like I know you just as well because it's like yeah. every time I never say AJ until today. Yeah. I'm like twin. Yeah, yeah. you know right, what I'm saying right, because yeah. I see you, I see him of course. So yeah, it's right, like yeah, yeah. y'all won. I got yeah. the same respect. You feel me? Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what? So when the, uh, talk about right before you get up out of here, where people can hear the music and hear the single. <sighs> Man, it feel good to say, you know, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. iTunes, Tidal, Spotify, Facebook, TikTok, any music streaming site in the world is on right now. Right. You know. And, and uh, you, y'all got a video for the first single? Yes, and shot by Holiday, or it's, what is it, HQ22 now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. We old school calling yeah, them Holiday Vision. Holiday Vision. He'd be yeah. like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, shout out to Mark, man, and yeah. um, just everybody hell of a produced it. Make sure you make sure we get the artwork for the single. Yes. Uh, whatever you pushing, just send us the artwork, because we're doing, doing a little something different with our artwork for the shows now. So, yeah, you can send that to me today. Uh, and where can people get in contact with you? You got a Twitter? You still on Twitter? It, um, you know what? <sighs> It's Twitter popping right now. And everybody say that. You, but I never even been on there. I'll be on my yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I got a Twitter, yeah. but my Instagram be killing. Listen, bro, Twitter popping because you got to think Twitter, you still can drop links. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Twitter yeah. is popping right now. Oh, I'm going to the band. I'm going to the Twitter headquarters. Not on no funny shit. Like, I want to see how many people actually work at Twitter, bro. I bet you, you feel like what I'm saying? Can, bro. I'm thinking like no more than 25 people work at Twitter. So if I'm wrong, just tweet me and tell me when I can come <laughs> because I want to go to Twitter and I want to see this for myself because you got to think, bro, all this shit digital, but it's at a physical place. Exactly. I want to go to Twitter, bro. I mean, the, the gram cool, but because the gram with the book now, but I well, want I to go to Twitter. I thought no, they, hell. Oh, so Twitter is on his own. Yeah. yeah, that's Monopoly. But I'm telling you, bro, get back on that Twitter, man. But send us the artwork and uh, what, right now, yeah, drop your Instagram, uh, so they can follow you and be a um, part of it. And then drop the kids too, so the yes. kids' parents, because I love that. Like you're on your wife's label, and the kids are artists also. Mm. All that. Do the kids be in the movies? Yeah, my uh, daughter, she's actually co-starring in it. No, <laughs> so no, and that's no. I, I mean, I can't. Too, I can't wait. Well, that's that was part of why we shot the, when we shot the movie. His daughter, uh, our, my oldest niece, said, 
uh, "Daddy, I want to be in the movie." Yeah. And then they took we took her to, took her to California. She learned her she learned her lines. See? Took her to California. She was she stole the show like man, four out seconds. Of all the stuff we did talked about, that's gangster to me. Like that's yeah, what yeah, gangster yeah. is. Like I see my daughter only three. She just turned three. We go put her. I'm about to put her in the gymnastics. She she about to start gymnastics. Yeah. She be singing and dancing. So the other day we had got it to her though, right? And this is why <laughs> because she was we got her a microphone to from one of her you could hook the microphone up to your Bluetooth and any song could come on, right? Mm. I kept snatching the mic from her. I kept snatching the mic from her. Her mama like, why you do that? I said, because you got to earn your microphone in this family. Yeah. This yeah. is what I come from. Yeah. Like, you got to earn this microphone. Well, see, we respect like, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, 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 if you want this, you got to show me you want this. You just don't wake up and pick this up, my nigga. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This shit's yeah. serious. Yeah. Hey, AJ, if motherfuckers want to get at you, man. Oh, you hold on. You? Drop your Instagram. I'm on uh, young underscore R-A. That's Y-O-U-N-G underscore ra okay and then drop the uh kids underscore retro kids so that's underscore then r-e-t-r-o-k-i-d-s okay, okay. Yeah. hold on let me let me uh, and i'm gonna shout out to management too shout out yeah, to uh, jmore and hers is you know joy j-o-i underscore a-m-o-r-e yeah and um yeah man yeah and when can we expect the uh ops when can people expect that um i'm gonna be honest it was gonna be this winter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So probably about April. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. And we definitely gonna have to top it up about that. Oh, we, we will. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then if you wanna be uh if you wanna follow us, talk to us, tweet us, whatever, on Twitter and Instagram is at T C E Pod. That's T C E P O D. That's Instagram and Twitter. And that is AJ y'all talking to cause uh so for people who are, okay, so listen, the other um the other Instagram is T-C-O-H-H-A-P-P. That's right. the College of Hip Hop app, right? That's me because I don't think people know that that's us being affiliated with each other. It's not right. just a bunch of reposts from somebody. That That's actually me. And then the other Instagram is the actual College of Hip Hop. Right. You know what I'm okay. saying? So we so got three, three Instagrams. Instagrams. But if you want to do business or whatever with the Connected Experience podcast, that's TCE Pod. And that's going to be AJ you talking to. It's never going to be me. Oh, TCE Pod. It's just never going to be me. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to be a part of the show, tell us how much you like it. Tell us how much you hate it. Or tell us how much you would love to advertise because we are on a international platform one of the oldest radio platforms and uh media platforms in american history which is cbs radio you can uh, email us at pr at tcohh.org that's pr at tcohh.org i'm sj i'm aj i want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself, myself.